Utah State head coach Danny Sprinkle comes by the Utah High School Hoops podcast and talks about the formation of the team from this year, the importance that they place on being able to win the recruiting battle here in the home state of Utah, and then he also drops some advice for young players. This is the Utah High School Hoops podcast, your source for sometimes informative but always entertaining coverage of the Utah high school hoop scene with your host, Adam. All right. I'm here with head coach at the Utah state Aggies up in beautiful Logan, Utah head coach, Danny Sprinkle is joining me here on the Utah high school hoops podcast coach. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. And I got a busy schedule. Yeah, appreciate you having me. It's a great time though during conference and Mountain West play, and you know it's it's go time. Boy, the Mountain West is you know I mean there's probably an entire podcast dedicated to the Mountain West, and we won't break it all down, but it sure has been a, a, an exciting league. And you know you guys have been one of the surprises of college basketball. Um, and I got to go catch my first game up there, so I got to head up to Logan, and uh, everyone's been telling me. Uh, actually, my, my good friend, this is this is a true story. My good friend, Tim Drisden, who played at the University of Utah for four years, yeah. told me that the Spectrum is the hardest place he's ever had to play a basketball game. And certainly it seemed like that was true when I was up there for, for the opposing for the opposing team. So it's a great program that's been built. No, no question. It's, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, the Spectrum goes back a long time, you know, way before me, our staff, our players, you know, and that that's what makes the program special. And, you know, Cash Valley, the way they come out and support. And, you know, it is it's one of the hardest places to play in the country. It's it's an incredible venue. You know, and me, my staff, our players were very, very fortunate to be able to play our home games there and to have that support of, of those guys, of the fans. But, you know, we we wouldn't mind having having Tim come play for us, though. He's pretty dang good. <laughs> Yeah. He was, he was all right. We don't need to inflate his ego any more than uh, no. Actually, he's he's a pretty humble dude. He's he's a he's a good friend of mine. Um, well, hey, my uh, my my sister actually sent me this this article about uh, I think it was Jeff Eisenberg wrote a, a great piece in Yahoo Sports. I'll make sure that that is uh, tagged down in the uh, in the comments here. But uh, as I was reading this, I didn't realize you only had one returning player. And that player didn't even attempt a shot last year. Is this this is correct, right? That's crazy. Yeah, what well, what well, two of them? Uh, they both read uh, Mason Foslev and uh, Isaac Johnson, and then uh, and then also Landon Brinchley. Um, and so you know he was a, a bit of a freshman last year. And so yeah, I mean we had no no points, no rebounds, no assists returning. That's crazy. And then to to take that and and turn around and put together a roster, like I said, I, we don't need to go back through it because Jeff does a great yep. job in his piece. And, um, you know, but that was that was that was crazy. And even to read something that could never have been said, you know, four or five years ago when you said uh, that uh, your guard, Darius Brown, got offered more money at other places and guys like him still came here. I'm like, that's I mean, that's a big part of college basketball landscape these days is just trying to you got to recruit your own guys and uh and and keep them around right i mean it's it's got to have just been a complete shift for for coaches even as as they're looking at their roster and it's a you know and not only Darius like great osobar like they both got offered a lot of money and we did not we did not give them very much uh here and so 
you know, all, all the players. And, uh, I mean, it's, like you said, it's, 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 it's every school in the country is dealing with it. Um, you know, I do feel bad for, you know, schools like in the big sky, you know, I mean, you look at the players that were in the big sky last year and how they're producing at higher levels. That's how good the big sky was, you know, the past three years, that's as good as the big sky has ever been, mm -hmm. uh, you know, battle that we had at Montana state, you know, he's averaging 25 points or something at West Virginia, got big 12 player of the week, two weeks in a row, you know, uh, Dalton connect transferred from Northern Colorado to Tennessee. Been He's unbelievable. You know, for 21 on the NBA draft board. You know, he had 30 something the other night, Darius and great producing here in the mountain West. Jalen clone went from NAU to Cal Isaac Jones, who was at Idaho, who, He's Washington State's best player. Last week against – he led them to wins at USC and against Arizona, and he had like 28 points and 14 rebounds both games. All those guys were in the big sky last year, and that's not including the players that graduated. You right. know, and Steele was the league MVP. You know, he should be playing at Gonzaga now, 6'8 shooter, you know, who's an NBA-type player, and he tore his ACL, you know, mm -hmm. and so – and that was just all the returning players that were coming back. And you still have Dylan Jones, who's a tremendous player at Weber, you know, who's on some NBA draft boards. And so, you know, it, it's, it's too bad for schools like in leagues like that, that they don't have the resources or the, the NIL money. And it's not just though, like we don't have a ton of NIL money, you know, like there's teams in our league that do. And sure. uh, yeah, but like, you know, it is what it is. And you gotta, you still gotta coach your team and, and find ways to win. No doubt, no doubt. What a, and those are, what a what a great point about the Big Sky last year. I I mean I knew, I knew about you know obviously the the players that came over with you to to uh, Utah State, uh, the kid you mentioned um, out at West Virginia, Dalton at Tennessee has been a crazy story that I think the nation's paying attention to. Um, but yeah, I mean you're you're absolutely right. It's these these conferences are, it's it's got to be you know oh it's battle right. I was gonna say it's got to be a battle and. Uh, for them, yeah. for them to be able to pull this off. Well, uh, hey, I wanted to transition here because we're both new to like I'm I'm not from Utah. I know this is yeah. this is your first year at Utah State, correct? Yep. So um both being new to kind of the Utah basketball scene, what's been something that has been maybe surprising to you about Logan? You mentioned how Cash Valley comes out um in in and shows up, and they really do. They really show up. There are people there who you know, probably saw my buddy Ronnie Ross play and, you know, guys, oh, like, yeah. uh, guys like him go out there and, and, and battle. So what's been something that's been surprising to you about making the move here to Utah? You know, I don't, I don't know if it's surprising just because like being from Montana and being, you know, close to Utah, like the one thing that I always loved about Utah is it's a basketball state. I mean, Utah loves basketball, you know, whether it's the jazz you know, whether it's Utah State, BYU, University of Utah, Weber, Utah, you know, Utah, State, like, I don't want to miss any schools, but like. Yeah, SUU, every, is, SUU led the nation in scoring last year. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Salt Lake Junior College, they're tremendous. They're always one of the best JUCO teams in the country. Like every school is really good and they get supported well. And, and but I, I think it starts at the grassroots level. Like this is probably one of the best coach states from the grade school, middle school, high school, and AAU teams. If you go watch the AAU programs across the country, whether it's Adidas, Under Armour, like you name it, 
they are well coached. They are running plays. They're playing together. They're defending. And you can't say that about every other state. And, uh, you know, so that it just shows how well coached. And that's why that's why the local programs are good is because you always have some really good local kids on each program that have been coached well from from day one. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking. I had uh, Coach Casey Stanley, who's uh, out of Leighton Christian, and yeah. uh, you know, came, obviously came from uh, Division One coaching ranks. And yeah. he told me that when he was out recruiting when he was in college, you know, they loved watching the teams from Utah, like you said, because they they played. It was it was an enjoyable style of play. And then you couple yeah. that with you know high level athletes and kids who can really get out and go. It's like, man, you gotta you gotta love that as a coach. And he just he said that was something that most people didn't realize was just enjoyable to watch them play. Yeah. And I mean, the bad thing for us now too, is the whole nation's taking notice of that. You know, I mean, the, the Utah prospects, they won the Adidas, you know, national circuit last year. Um, and so like all of a sudden Utah kids are getting recruited all over the country now, you know, now with, you know, BYU and Utah going in the big 12, obviously us in the mountain West and the other teams having success is like, everybody's taking notice of that California schools are trying to, they're coming in, you know, USC got a really good player out of here. You know, Utah kept a local kid here, you know, I think TCU got one. And so it's uh, like, everybody's taking notice. And now, now, uh, you know, a lot of those kids aren't staying local and, and they're kind of getting poached. Yeah. I mean, I, that was actually going to lead me perfectly into my next question, which is, you know, right now, uh, as, as of this interview, Utah State is the top-ranked college basketball team in the state. Obviously, you know, we've mentioned BYU, teams like BYU and Utah. They're playing exceptionally well. Um, I was just looking through. you got five kids, local kids, who are currently on the roster. You mentioned uh, Mason and Isaac. Uh, I watched them play against CSU. They played really well. How yeah. important is it for you and your staff to to stay on that and and keep building on that foundation and recruiting, recruiting well from in the state. Yeah, it's huge. You know, especially like in our community, like you look at the success that Utah state has had. And I mean, you can go to every program in the state, but like, I'll just talk about our program is like, they've always had great Utah kids that were the foundation of the program. And those kids grow up knowing how important Utah state basketball is they know what spectrum magic is from when they're kids. And that's important because when you're bringing in guys from all over the world, all, all over the U S when they come here, th those kids really like our three kids, you know, Landon Mason and Isaac, I give them a ton of credit for what they did last summer, you know, making sure all of our new players were comfortable here. They took care of them, took them to their houses, um, you know, and really kind of showed them how important Utah State basketball is to the Cache Valley community in the state of Utah. And uh, that goes a long way, you know, in in team camaraderie and winning games, which we we had been doing. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And, um, you know, kind of wrapping it up here, because I know I know you're a little bit short on time. And like I said, I really, really do appreciate nope. you even even taking, you know, a, a little bit of time with me here. But yeah. Uh, we've got, I've got a lot of, you know, parents and, and high school kids who listen to this podcast specifically here in Utah. And one question that I like to ask to coaches at any level right now is as we talked about at the beginning with the portal and NIL, and I think we're probably getting to the end of the COVID year stuff. You know, I think that seems to be kind of playing its way yeah. through the system, but yeah. 
yeah, next year will be the last year. Like kids that were freshmen during COVID, like next next year will be their fifth year of college. So they'll Got be it. done. So it's still a factor, right? But yeah, um, you know, I, I I love to ask this question of coaches, which is, you know, what are some what's some advice that you give to high school players on how they can navigate this type of th this new world? I mean, you all are adjusting to it. I think parents and players are all adjusting to it. What's some advice that you would give to some of these players and parents as as they're looking out into this this sort of I don't want to say uncertainty of the next step of their basketball career, but it's certainly not as cut and dry as maybe it once was, you know, certainly back when I was playing in the late nineties and early two thousands. No, it's, it's hard. You know, I, I do. I, I feel for the high school kids and prep school kids. Um, now, obviously some of them, you know, get scholarships, you know, but there's a lot of division one players in the high school ranks and prep school ranks that, that aren't getting scholarships and they have to take a different route, whether it's, junior college, you know, and it's, it, it's hard because, you know, COVID did screw everything up. And so there was a lot of scholarships that were still being filled by older guys um, because of that, like you mentioned, uh, but also with the transfer portal, you know, and the, and the pressure that's on us as coaches, you know, if, if you're down to your last two year, two year years, of your contract, like you're not going to take high school kids. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've said I don't know how many different parents and players I've said this to, which is, you know, you got you've got to understand from the coach's perspective, they have jobs, they have families, you know, and that's that yeah. that's predicated on continuing to win and build a program, um, and and you have to be able to put yourself in a position to say, would a coach put their put their family's livelihood on the line for me as a player, and that you got to put a lot of work in for that to happen. I feel like it, it is. And when you look at our league, you know, there's very few high school players that can come into our league and contribute and be good players. Now, unfortunately, the last two games, we've, we've played some of them. Dedon Thomas at UNLV is a terrific point guard freshman JT at, uh, at New Mexico, unbelievable player. Now they, they, they're both, and I don't know, they might be, NBA players, I don't, I don't know. Uh, all I know is they're damn good college players right now. Is true freshmen, you know. True Washington in New Mexico is very, very good. And so, like, you got to be an elite play in the Mountain West as a freshman or even a sophomore, you know. So you gotta, you gotta pay your dues because it's such a physical, athletic league. Like a lot of freshmen don't come in with bodies able to handle that to be able to produce at the level that you have to to win. And uh, so that that's what's scary at the at the high level um, transfers, you know, and last night, you know, we played at New Mexico in the pit and they're they're terrific. But you could see the the difference of physicality and speed and athleticism um, that that we need to recruit to. No doubt. Well, coach, I appreciate it. I know, I know you guys have a home game coming up this Saturday in Logan. So, you know, I want to encourage people if you, if you don't have plans and obviously if the roads are <laughs> roads are safe and you're come on you're, up. You're, hey, Logan, it's about 75 out right now. The roads will be clear. We play at two o'clock on Saturday. I love it. And, it, uh, and I can, I can vouch for this. If you want to experience one of the best home courts in the entire nation, then you should, you should head on up there root for the Aggies. Uh, Coach, exactly. I just want to wish you best of luck this season and uh, really appreciate you coming on and giving me a little bit of your time. It means a lot. You bet, man. Look forward to talking to you soon. Appreciate you.
All right. Thanks. You as well.